Blog Talk Radio. My name is Kat, and I'm hosting a call tonight for the Real Girlfriends Across America. We are a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We will bring you we will bring you hot topics each night, and we are always looking for new hot topics as well. So follow us on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America. Our website is realgirlfriends.org. Anyways, how is everyone doing? Good. Pretty good, pretty good. Good. Awesome. Well, I have. Well, I do have on tonight, um, Corinne Tawanda, and a host of my other girlfriends. So today we are going to be discussing execution. So, anyways, going back, like, um, anything new happened with you, ladies? Corinne Tawanda, what's new with you, ladies? Uh, not much. New. Anything interesting happen? Well, anyways, um, so today we're going to be discussing about execution, and I'm not talking about execution as in death row or any of that. I'm talking about execution, about making stuff happen, and just and just to care, just to um, just for like my own knowledge, um, do you guys have? I'll go to Corinne first and. Um, what is your definition of execution? Um, I guess my definition would be like completing a task. So if I am going to say that I'm going to execute something, that means that I have thought about the steps I'm going to take in order to actually get it completed. So it's one thing to think of an idea, but it's another thing to actually execute, which means to actually complete it and um, seek it out. Oh, wonderful. That is, that's, that's a good definition. So when I actually looked it up, um, the definition of execution is carrying out or putting into effect of a plan, order, or course of action. So whenever I think about execution, I think about execution as in like building a business or even like sometimes executing like, like whether it's a relationship or, or like a task. I like using the word execution because I know when I say, like, I'm going to execute this process, like, I lock down and I always tell myself, I have to do this. Like, I push myself. But, like, unlike if I say, like, okay, I need to, I need to go, I need to make this business plan, I'll be like, okay. But, like, I don't know. For me personally, the word execution just gets me excited because it makes me want to actually do it. So, anyways, like, let's go to our first question, and I will go to the wonderful Miss Tawanda. And my first question is, me and behind the reasoning of people lacking execution? 
You broke up a little bit. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear the first part of it. Um, the first part is, what is your opinion behind the reasoning of people lacking execution? Oh, my gosh. I'm probably the wrong person to ask that question because someone not doing what they said they were going to do or someone not keeping the word is one of my biggest pet peeves in life. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't people execute or lack it? Um, sometimes it's laziness. Sometimes it's not really sure how to actually do it. And some people won't know how to do something and they still won't ask for help. And sometimes people overcommit and they just really don't have time to do it. I'm pretty sure there's a host of different reasons, but I definitely think laziness, not really sure how to do it, or just really overcommitted and don't have time to do it. Yes, I agree with you 110%. That was that was a good that was a good answer. And how about you, Corinne? What is your opinion behind what is your opinion behind the reasoning of why people lack execution? Um, yeah, similar to what what Tawanda said, so not either um being willing to actually commit to um executing and fulfilling their um their commitment. It may be because they're lazy, maybe that they wasn't really committed to um doing it or not knowing everything it took in order to complete the task. Oh, that's good. Yes, that is true. Um, how about um, with the new callers? Do any of you guys want to um, get? Do you guys want to like um, ha- like tell us why um, you you believe people lack execution? Um, I can go. This is Amanda. Um, yeah. I think sometimes like um, starting something new is super overwhelming. So maybe not having the information or like not even knowing where to start. That's a lot of my problems sometimes. So, like, pretty much, um, like, the guidance you're looking for, um, you have trouble looking looking um, for for somebody to, like, help you out or lead you to, like, what you have to do? Um, yeah, that, and I struggle with um, depression and anxiety, so sometimes, like, I could get in my head and, like, you could tell me to, like, jump on my one foot and it seems like you're asking me to like jump over a 14 or something with that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, I do know like, um, that's like similar, like to me, like sometimes it's a lot, like it can also be motivation. Sometimes you need the motivation, um, to give you that drive to want to execute the process of whatever it is. And for me personally, like when I want to execute something, like, my motivation is getting the excitement and being excited myself, looking long-term and just enjoying the process. And so I could agree with all of you guys that like execution and not being able to, or like, or the reason why people are lacking execution is because yeah, motivation, motivation, laziness, and just not knowing the information as well. So let's go back to, let's go to the Go to our second question, which is, have you ever have you ever experienced a time when you wanted to start a project slash plan and never followed through or started and didn't complete it? So either way, like um, the question is basically asking, um, have you started a project or and never finished it, or have you just not started a project because 
um, you lack you lack the execution. So I will ask Corinne first, um, and I'll ask you again. Have you ever experienced a time when you wanted to start a project slash plan and never follow through or start and didn't complete it? Mm, I usually, um, usually I, I think a lot of my projects are, are pretty much that I wanted to do a, either start it or um, if it's not completed it's because it's in the process or something that um, takes a process to do. Um, just because you set a goal to start something, um, it doesn't necessarily, because you haven't completed it at this moment, it's time to complete it at this moment. Um, so, I mean, with me, I guess it's a little different to say just because, again, I have my projects are usually long-term projects that I have now. Um, yeah, so, and for me to say not right now, because I'm, I'm, I know I'm not done with anything, but it's mm-hmm. not yet complete. I see. But have you ever, like, experienced it, like, in the past, like, comparing yourself now to, like, back then, like, perhaps, like, maybe, like, when you were, like, like in your teen years or even, or, like, your um, early 20s? Have you ever felt that way? Um, maybe. I I try to learn the, <laughs> oh, what was it, the acoustic guitar when I was younger, but I wasn't really serious about it. So I guess. That could be a time when I started something, but I didn't really finish. Mhm. Well, that's that's normal. Like I know, um, it also comes in age and mentality too. Cause I had my time when I think I was at first I was like, oh my gosh, I want to learn the clarinet, and this was like elementary school, and I just wanted to do it because everyone was doing it. Then all of a sudden, like I I didn't. I don't want to follow through it, and you don't see me being, like, a world dark clarinet player. <laughs> but anyways, um, let's go to Tawanda. Are you there, Tawanda? Yes, ma'am. I just had my mute on. I'm here. Okay, wonderful. How about you, Tawanda? Have you ever experienced a time when you wanted to start a project um, or slash plan and never follow through it or started and didn't complain it? I have, and one of the things I learned, I really wasn't serious about it or passionate enough about it. I didn't have enough interest in it to carry it through. Sometimes we have, like, I may watch something on TV and say, oh, my gosh, I like that. I want to do that. And then in a couple of days, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not really interested in that. So, yeah, but if it sticks with me, then I'm passionate about it. I'm definitely going to do it. But, yeah, I've definitely had that happen several times. Oh, Yeah. No, because, like, I think, like, yeah, like, I am in the same boat, too, because, like, I have my moments where, like, I just do trial and run and trial and failure, and that's how I realize, like, that's how I, I realize, like, oh, my gosh, I'm not interested in this, but all it matters is that you tried, and um, you you know that, like, that's something you're not going to follow through with, that, with it. And how about you, um, caller, um, five? Ending in one zero zero one, you just hopped onto the line. Um, how are you? Hey, it's me, Manny. Manfred. Nice. How are you doing today? I'm um, doing good. How are you? 
I'm wonderful. So I'll ask you this, the question just like I asked this lady, these two ladies. Have you ever have you ever experienced time when you wanted to start a project slash plan it and never follow through or didn't complete it? Mm, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, I think so. Oh, and I'm no, sorry. No, I haven't. Even... Uh, no, sorry. no, I haven't. I usually, I usually finish them. Oh, and I'm sorry. Like, we are talking about execution, about, like, making something happen. So um, we're, we're talking regarding, like, a project, whether it's um, a, a project business plan or just trying to get into um, – executing a process and so yeah that's where we're at and how about you um do any of your any of the callers want to um give any feedback or have some relation into this um i'll go so this is destiny and um i kind of agree with um tawanda you know i'll i'll start something and then a couple days later i'll be like well I don't really want to do it. And I'll start it again. And then I won't really want to do it. But, like, I've I've had the same problem with um, music for years. I've um, mm-hmm. told everyone, you know, I want to learn this, 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 and that. So um, my parents actually went out and bought me a violin, a ukulele, and my boyfriend bought me a clarinet. None oh, wow. Actually, yeah. None of it I actually followed through with. But then I um, I realized, you know, now that I'm a little older, if I want, if I'm serious about music and tell everyone, you know, I want to be something in music, whether that's a music teacher or anything like that, I have to do these things because, well, then I'm never going to reach whatever my goal is. Exactly. No, like, it sounds like you, like, you've you've had all your experiments with all of these musical instruments, and me, like, I've I've all, I've tried out, like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I've only tried the clarinet and the piano, and I'm like, okay, this is, this is not me. Music is not for me. <laughs> no, but that's interesting. And how about, um, are there any more callers that callers that want to um, respond to this question? Um, I'll go. This is Amanda. Um, so hi. one of the things that, hi. One of the things that I've tried to do, like, half my life is finish up my bachelor's degree, and Uh I am, like, literally, like, 16 credits away from some sort of bachelor's degree. Um, Oh, wow. Well, good job for, like, for starting it. (laughs) Yeah, I just, the problem is, is that I should probably have at least a bachelor's and maybe even a master's at this point. But I keep changing my mind. It's so hard to know, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Yeah. No, I just, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say it's just hard to pick just one thing. 
Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Like, I'm interrupting you. The reason why is because, like, um, I've gone through the same exact shoes as you, and I'm not going to lie. Like, it took me five years to get my own bachelor's degree, and then, like, um, when I chose my master's, it took me at least, like, three years to complete as well, too, which which it should have only taken me two years because I went to Davis, and our, our like, our system is, like, it's fast-paced because we're in the quarter system, and and so like even when I, I got like all my degrees and stuff, you wanna know something? Guess what? I ended up not even using it. But the good thing that, that I am proud of going to college for is the professionalism and just learning how to like interact with people. But um but the bottom line is is like when you do go to college, you just realize what you like to do and um it's not about like, okay, I can make a lot of money about with this but um, I like for me, I, I, my mentality at that time was making money and like, what's going to get me with a lot of money with what degree. And that's why, like I pursued a science degree, which I'm not even really using now besides like for health and fitness wise, but I totally understand what, what you're going through. But what did you take in college right now so far? Um, oh gosh, I studied so much. Um, I first started out in ed- elementary education and psychology and then um switched to psychology and sociology with an emphasis on human services and criminology. And then I hated living in a small town, so then I dropped out of college. And then the next time I did my associates in medical specialties. Um, so like all of the like lab tech, pharmacy tech, um, all of the medical tech stuff I have learned. Um, and then didn't get anywhere with that. So then I went to EMT classes and chickened out on the certification. And then oh. <laughs> Went to sign language interpreting school for a little bit. And then um, this recent stint with college, I've been doing sociology again with an emphasis in criminology. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, all I can tell you is I know, like, you may not be, like, where you're at, but good job that you, like, you you took a risk and you went through all of those trials. And most people, you know, like, once they they even take, like, a few semesters or quarters are like, you know what, college is not for me. And so they end up just sitting on their, their, their butts and like not doing anything. But you know what, like sometimes it'll take somebody like, it could take somebody years to like find out their passion, like behind college and stuff. But, um, but I'm pretty sure you'll, you'll be able to find what you like when you just keep searching and searching, you know? Well, I'm hoping to do to finish my bachelor's degree and go on and get a a dual master in social work and law. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, um, well, yeah. Go ahead. I just oh, I um, I just want to do something like from a legal perspective to help people with mental health issues. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's a really good career. Like I actually took neurobiophysy and behavior. And so like I dealt with that, but I'll, we can definitely talk about that like another time, but um, thanks for sharing your, your, um, your story. And um, let's, well, we're going to be moving on to question number three. 
And um, I think somebody's speaker is on because I, I could hear myself echo. <laughs> if you guys can mute that. I'm so or... sorry. That was mine. Oh, no, no, no worries. No worries. Um, so we're going to be going to num question number three, and I will be asking Corinne, um, what has stopped you from executing a plan? Um, maybe in the past it could have been either um, I didn't have the time to, to do something or maybe um, if it had to do with, like, a financial type of thing. So if it costs money to actually um, uh, finance the plan and I didn't have it at the time, it might have delayed um, the process. If I did, or if I knew I didn't have the um, time to actually do it the way that it's supposed to do, I may have, you know, postponed the, postponed whatever it was that I was looking to do. Oh, I see. Yeah, I've been through that those same exact shoes similarly. Like, you, did you say financial planner? Karen, did you say, hello? Oh, yeah, I'm here. No, I said okay. if I, I didn't have the finances to, like, actually to do it. Oh, I see. So, like, your finances um, was, like, the discouragement or, like, the reason why you weren't able to do that. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. um, no, like, I've been through the same thing, too, as well. Like, um, like before, before, like, all of this, like, I almost didn't even go to college myself because I didn't have the money. And so, so my only option was to go to community college. And that was, I think I told you guys that, like, during during college, I had to work two jobs. I had to work multiple jobs. I had to do side gigs just to make it. And so, um, of course, like finances can really like stop us from getting like where we wanted where we want to go at at times. And how about you, Tawanda? Um, what it what has stopped you from executing a plan? Um. Okay. So that is number three. Correct. What has stopped you from executing a plan? That is really a good question. I definitely can can relate to what C just said in reference to, you know, sometimes, and and really, I wouldn't even really want to say stop. I would really more say more so say, sometimes I've had plans delayed because I didn't have yes. all of the things uh -huh. that actually um put in it. But, no, if it's something that I want to do, I'm going to do it. Um, and if I don't do it, I really wasn't that serious about it because I, I, was, talking to, I was talking to you guys last night, actually. We were talking about <laughs> what your why is. Um, sometimes people talk just to be talking, and sometimes people are, are really serious. And when I set goals, I, I had a really good friend that told me years ago, he said, man, do you know in the years that I've known you, everything you ever said you were going to do, like you did it with your goals? And I was like, oh, for real? I didn't even really realize that. But that's just how that's just how serious I am about goals. That's just how much of a committed person I am, and I'm just going to do it. And if, if there's some reason I don't do it, you better believe it's going to be a – I must be dead, like literally, because other than that, nothing's going to stop me. Yeah, of course, definitely. Um, I can relate to that too. Well, for me, um, like for me personally, I noticed like when I like what one reason that that would stop me from executing a plan is like you ladies said in the past, like you you like the lack of motivation or if it's not really there for me, like I wouldn't be like getting excited about it. And 
and Corinne and Tawanda and Kay, I know you're, you're not, Kay's unable to speak, but you ladies know how excited I get about like talking about something I love to do. And so if I'm not excited or getting hyped up, then I'm obviously not going to do it. <laughs> that's the easy, that's the easy way for me to, to say it too. But sometimes like what I do know, like one reason why, like I've, I've, um, I've been stopped from getting, from executing my own, like, A plan, not necessarily my own plan, is because, like, it's also the lack of people who are, who are like, like-minded, and whenever I've had situations, like, opening a business, or, like, um, mind you, like, like, opening, like, a woman's platform, um, I actually had gotten, like, I've had the idea of, like, opening a woman's empowering platform, like, with one of my girlfriends, my closest girlfriends, and, it didn't, it didn't happen because, um, it, cause I realized that like our friendship was more of a friendship versus like being business partners. And so that was one reason why like it didn't work for me. And so, um, I don't, I'm not even mad about it because in the long run you realize like if friends, friends can be your friends, but they're not always made to be your business partners. <laughs> And how about you callers? Are there any of you, um, does any any of you want to, like, um, give feedback? Hey, this is Wanda. Can I really quickly comment on what you just said because that kind of hit home? Please, please, please. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to cut somebody else off that was getting ready to talk, but you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned sometime about, like, friends and business because that's one of the things about business I think a lot of people don't really realize Sometimes you can have uh-huh. a friend, and your friend likes you. Your friend loves you. And when you don't want to do it or you're being slack and slow, they're like, okay, you can do it tomorrow. You can do it next week. Oh, you can do it never. Oh, I'll do it for you. Because your friend, friend, your friends, sometimes friends can't be business partners. And then on the flip side, exactly. a friend that's serious, like, listen, we're friends, but we're going to fall out because we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Because, because then it's about commitment. I had, I had did business mm-hmm. with a friend before, and we completed a task. And after that, I told her, I said, I love you, and because I do, I never do business with you again because your work ethic is horrible, you're not really committed, and we'll fall out <laughs> because I'm not going to, like, be slack and slow. But that is really Thanks. crucial Thanks. in reference to what you said about doing business with friends. And then on the flip side, I've done business with people that I've developed friendship with, but it's a level of respect as far as business. So if Corinne says, hey, which one I need so-and-so, even though I'm a procrastinator, I'm never going to procrastinate on what she needs. She may need it Friday by 5, you're going to have it Friday by 4.59, just because my word is just that important. No, definitely. No, I totally agree with you. And I think, like, like us, like us four, we were actually talking about the other night about, like, about, like, making stuff happen, and and it's just funny just to be talking about that, because, like I said, it's, it's just funny, because even in like I I believe like when you're even in a business it's good to have like a good relationship as friends too because when you can motivate each other it's like you guys are each other's cheerleaders and it's the best way to like like have like start the business because you you guys are like you guys are playing as a team versus like how I feel because I've been in job situations where I'm where I was literally like I'm a UX designer right now if I haven't mentioned to you guys so like my team, we're we're so close and um and we we're not like we don't know our complete personal lives, but we click so well. We play we we um we are able to like be open to each other and talk about problems and issues. But 
I noticed like when you're in such a professional, professional, like old school professional um, area, like it's hard to like build the motivation. And sometimes like when your boss is like, good job, you did a good job, you did this, like, and they're not like giving you the enthusiasm, whether like some people may say like, oh, that's so unprofessional. Um, I believe that, I believe that like um, having that good relationship is a big deal, like in a business. But how about you? Um, do you have? Do any of you callers um, wanna um, t- t- chime in? Actually, I do see that that you, Manny, you you came back on, and so I was I was just asking um, the girls like um, I was just asking the girls. What has stopped you from ex- executing a plan? Um, it's kind of like family or just not the time. Mhm. Anyone else? Yeah. How about um? Oh, did somebody want to speak? <laughs> Going once, going twice. Okay, I'm going to go to the fourth question. And I'm going to ask Corinne, um, have you ever felt discouraged from completing a plan because of family or friends? Um, I think, yeah, so I feel like a lot of times you'll tell someone a plan or I mean, even in the past, if I told someone about something and I might have been excited about it, um, and you for that person that wants to tell you about how it's not going to work, um, so that can be discouraging. But I think in those times, um, you have to kind of like use your best um, judgment. So if the person is actually saying things that um, how it's not going to work, and it's something, let's say that you didn't think about, then, yeah, you should use those um, suggestions as just, I would just suggestions, but um, they could be good, you know, points of view for you to actually look into. And then there's other times when, you know, you can kind of get the sense that someone is just being um, discouraging because they just don't believe in your vision. Um, and that's okay. Not everyone's going to believe in everything that you want to do or your vision. So it's up to you to try to you know, use what they're saying to be either constructive, constructive criticism or just take it at face value. Exactly. No, but, like, you know, they're, like, I've been through the same exact shoes as you. But thanks for sharing. How about you, Tawanda? You. Um, have you ever felt discouraged from completing a plan because of family or friends? Oh, my gosh. As she was talking, I really just wanted to cry because um, this has been one of my Achilles heels for, for a very long time when I was growing up, like when I started my first business, because unfortunately, um, well, I'm not going to really say unfortunately, because everything in life is a process, but I, I, I lived in a small town, a lot of people, no vision, they just believed in, hey, whatever's in front of us. So when I started having big dreams and big goals, they laughed, and then they thought, well, you might be for real, but we're not going to help you because if you make some money, you're probably not going to give us any. So it was nothing but negativity around me. It was people with no vision, and I had to get out of there. 
um, and I had to meet new people. And one of my mentors told me a very long time ago, and I struggled with it for probably about 10 years, she said, if you can't change your people, then change your people. And that was extremely hard because when you have family and friends, people who you love, you of course, you, you, and the thing is, what I thought was I couldn't be around them, so it was just really hard to kind of separate the two when you're trying to do business. And it doesn't mean that you don't love them. You just can't be around them all the time, especially when you're trying to get stuff done. You have to find balance. But, yes, ma'am, to answer your question, I have definitely been discouraged from completing a plan because of family and friends. And what I did to help myself is I changed my association. And I started hanging around people that was doing the things that I wanted to do are people that had already done it. And one thing I learned from that new circle, because what people don't realize is with associations, you're the average of the five people that you're around. Someone told me a long time ago, if you want to know who someone is, show me who their friends are. And that's what I learned. And the other thing about associations, you know what I'm saying? And the other thing that I also learned when I started meeting these new friends and they were, and guess what, Kat? They were definitely all about execution. And anyone in that circle that wasn't serious, they disappeared, and they went into witness protection program, and we used to laugh about it. We'd say, hey, what happened to her? We, we would meet someone, right? They was like, life of the party. They were going to kick butt. They were going to get some money. And then oh after a week, they were gone. And people were like, well, what happened to her? What happened to him? And we say, oh, they went into witness protection because they were all talk. And in this group, it was action only. So people disappear. I know y'all are laughing at me, but I'm serious. Like, when people yeah. aren't who they say they are, they are disappearing you because they no, will be exposed I'm, I'm eventually. Laughing. No, I am <laughs> laughing because it's so true. It's true because, like, how I like to say it is, like, this is what happens. They're, they even, they're, like, I think of it as, like, a music group. It's either, like, you're in a music group, and then, like, they uh-huh. either, like, they're your music peers, or they're your fans, or they're just, like, the people who don't, who, who just hating on your group. And so when you say, mm-hmm. like, witness, witness, um, when you said witnesses, that just made me laugh. But you know what? You want to know something funny about, like, how you said you met new what? peers and stuff? That's what, okay, uh-huh. like, first of all, let me pause there. Corinne, you just caused a chain reaction because, like, now you made <laughs> yes, you like, did. You Wanda want to cry. And now, like, the Wanda story makes you want to cry because it hit me home, too, because I can relate, too. But anyways, um, one thing I do want to make a point is that, like, the funny thing is, is, like, your biggest, like, if you guys just realize this, like, working with friends, I'm not saying that, like, you can't work with friends, but... When you become, when you become in a, when you become, um, like, or you get involved in a business with women you don't know that are, like, either from another city, um, you guys never met it before, or, like, just anywhere, they're usually your biggest cheerleaders. Like, for example, like, I just saw a quote on, on Instagram, because I am on Instagram. If you guys want to follow me, I'll send you my Instagram link, um, or, and as well as, like, our Instagram link. Um, I saw a quote that said that, like, your biggest cheerleaders are usually the people you have never met in person. They're usually, like, virtual people that are, like, from another state. And that I totally agree because I noticed, like, at some point, like, even for me, like, I love my friends to death. But, like, the most people that, 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 like, that yell for you and, like, that are the cheerleaders are usually people you don't know. But... Anyways, going back to my story, like, you know how t- how you said, Tawanda, that you were, like, living in an area? Girl, I come from a first-generation family, like, where 
like my parents are literally from the Philippines and mind you, I'm trying not to be that loud because I am visiting my parents right now and I'm not in their house. But anyways, they, they, they didn't even, they didn't accept the fact or like even just our family in general from the Philippines. Um, they didn't accept the fact of like opening a business. They were so traditional, which I could understand because like my parents came from nothing and they, their family always supported each other. Like, for example, like my dad's brother would pay for his schooling. And then when my dad was done with school, that he would pay for his next sibling. And he came from like a family of, of like 10 siblings. And so coming from my perspective, like my dad was the only, or like my dad was the only sibling that moved, that moved to the U S which me and my siblings were born. And we were able to like go to be like the first kids like from his family to actually go to college and so without a doubt college was definitely like like something that we had to do however me on the other hand I did I I did like college but they were like oh my gosh Catherine you need to be a doctor do this this is this is how you're gonna make money but while I was in college I only did it I only pursued like the medical career because my parents wanted me to do it because I knew I was making them proud about what Kat wanted to do she wanted to be a boss lady and have a business and do all this stuff. And you know what I had to do? I had to do it secretly. I couldn't even tell my parents about it. And I had to, and I couldn't even tell like anyone where I'm from, like in my area, because they would understand. And so the funny thing is, is like when I got into business, it was usually new people I met and it wasn't, it wasn't, they weren't local. And it's so funny that you, Tawanda, you shared your story like that. <laughs> Yes, ma'am, you're right. Oh, my gosh, you hit home. home. <laughs> yes. How about you, callers? I know, like, we've been talking so much. I want to hear from you. Have you guys ever, have you ever felt discouraged from completing a plan because of family or friends? Well, this is Nicole, and I and I definitely have, uh, especially with family. Uh-huh. So, I mean, uh, but, you know, now I've learned that, you know, it, it doesn't, um, even if they're not going to support or, you know, um, just be there, I've learned that I got to do what makes me happy. And to be able to do that, sometimes you have to let family go or, or not even go around their negativity. Yeah. Yeah, like and that's one one thing going back to execution, you have to you have to like eliminate the negativity just to get where you want because sometimes that negativity can be your distraction. Anyone else want to share and thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Anyone want to share going once? going twice. I still see Manny on the line. Do you want to share, Manny? (laughs) Manny going once. Manny going twice. Twice. Manny's just listening. It's all good. I'm kidding, girl. um, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. I just heard my name right now. Oh. No, did you want to share, um, like, have you ever felt discouraged from completing a plan because of family or friends? Um, yeah, sometimes, especially like when people say, like, um, oh, it's not a good idea, 
maybe you should wait or maybe it's not meant for you, you know. And that just discourages somebody, you know. Oh, I see. Well, thanks for sharing, girl. <laughs> well, Can I, I comment real quick on what Mandy said? Yeah. Hey, Mandy, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Incredible, incredible. This is what I want to share. She triggered something else. Okay, really quickly. I went to a conference. Yeah, yeah I'm always going to conferences. Personal development is my life. And I went to a conference uh, seven, eight, nine years ago, and one of the guys at the conference was a multimillionaire, and he talked about his journey from being a post. His name is Michael Humes. You can Google and look him up. He talked about his journey from being working at the post office, joining network marketing, and, you know, then making millions. And he talked about how his mom and a few other people said, you know, you need to quit that network marketing company. You got to get job with benefits at the post office, blah, 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 blah. And and he said, you know, when other people told him that, you know, he didn't really like it, but he didn't really pay it a whole lot of attention. But when his mama said that, it really bothered him because he was really serious mm-hmm. about building this business, making money and being financially free because the people he was following, they had had financial freedom. But his mom, you know, she really discouraged him. But what someone explained to him was, your mother loves you. And because your mother loves you, she see you're working, you're busting your butt, you're not really making any money yet. And she doesn't want you to be hurt, but she doesn't see the vision in where you're going, and she doesn't understand it's necessary for you to have these failures until you have this success. So still love her, but you're going to show her. And that's and that was really hard because when you got somebody like your mom that says you shouldn't do it, it's, it's a waste of time. But his mother didn't have success. His mom was just his mom working a regular job and living a regular life. So he was a step above having a postal job and really good benefits. But that was the thing. So sometimes family, even when they say something, they discourage us. They don't even really mean to do it. It's just that they don't want us to fail and be hurt, and they think they're saving us. But, again, they don't understand the process, and they don't know what's around the corner for us either. Yeah, girl, I I totally agree with you. And that comes from me, too. Like, I've gone through that so many times. Like like I said, my parents said, like, why are you going to run a business, blah, 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 like, like you have a degree and the thing is is like I think because they're in their minds they have something set in stone and they just want you to do so well and that's all they that's what matters to them the most not because they not because like they think we're not like capable but I think they just want us to, to succeed and that's every parent's like like goal for their kids but um we do only have like 17 minutes and I and I do want like you guys are giving good responses by the way because I have, like, three more questions, and all of y'all are, like, just zooming in and giving amazing feedback. Um, so, anyways, um, for, for the fifth question, it's, um, do you think you need the support of others in order to execute a plan? And I'll ask Corinne this question. Are you there? Hello, Corinne? Or I'll go. I'm sorry. Or I'll, I'm going back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Don't make um, us cry. Yes. Oh, I know. Don't make us cry, Corinne. We love you. So for <laughs> for the fifth question, it's: Do you think you need the support of others in order to execute a plan? Um, I think that it depends on the the plan. So, um. Of course, like if you have like a plan that involves other people to be involved, of course you will want 
um, their support and you know, want them to, um, you know, think that your idea is great, obviously, and, and believe in the, in the idea. Um, but, you know, if it's something that is just for, you know, for me to execute, then, no, I feel like I would need to, you know, be my own support system maybe in that particular instance. But, of course, like people, you know, just human nature, they look for other people to love and support their their dreams and their ideas, especially if it involves other people. Oh, yeah. Now, like, sometimes it's it's difficult. Like, when, like, for me, um, hang on. So can you guys hear me? Okay, cool. No, but that is true. And how about you, Tawanda? Um, do you ever um, do you think you need the support of others in order to execute a plan? Need no, but like yes, it's good to have someone who is in your corner. They're rooting for you. They want the best for you. Um, however, sometimes we go through seasons to where it's just you by yourself, especially when. You, you have vision and you see something and no one else really sees it, but you have to stay the course until every now and then somebody come along and say, hey, I'm with you, I see you. But um, So, no, you don't have to have it, um, but it is good to know that somebody's with you, though. No, it is. Like, you do need the support. Because, like, for me personally, if, if I had asked myself this question maybe, like, years ago, do I need, like, if I really need support in other sex people plan, I'd be like, yes, I need a team. I need people to help me. I need them to do this. But you know what my mindset is now? I'm like, if they don't want to do it, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> because, like, in the end, like, sometimes, like, as much as the support that you want, like, you lady, that we want in a business or whatever it is, like, sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. And I've realized, like, even for me personally, like, um, what I did, per- what I've pursued, like in the past, like for example, um, I'm I also do, I also plan weddings on the side, and I love planning weddings, and I just love events. And um, I've had friends say like, Oh my gosh, like I want to do this, I'm gonna help you out. And then like at first, like they get excited, and then when they lose interest, um, they're they're just like, Oh my gosh, I don't have that. I don't, they come up with excusing like, Oh my gosh, I don't have time, I can't do this. But like what happens is once they see me succeeding, like I have like all these weddings and mind you, there was a time actually, um, I was actually working with, with um, Coachella. If you ladies are familiar with Coachella, like we did have a vendor with Coachella and my friends were like, Oh my gosh, girl, you're, you're planning one of the parties. Um, let me get in in that. And I'm like, like, where were you when I needed your help? <laughs> so I've been in, I've been in those shoes before. But how about you, mm. callers? Um, does anybody want to share a story about like, um, about like a plan? Like, have you guys ever been um, in in a situation where you where um, you need the support of others in order to ex- execute a plan? Going once, going twice, because we only have twelve minutes. <laughs> Okay, well, anyways, I'm going to move on to num- for, to the next question. Um, have, you ever, ha- um, have you ever been around anyone that was all talk and no action, and what was the situation? And 
for some reason, um, I've been called to ask you Tawanda because I want to know. Oh, somebody, somebody messaged you, asked me that? Huh? No, no, like, I just felt like, no, I just felt like I know me personally. I'm like, I should ask Tawanda this question. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm kind of reluctant to share that because um, I was just, I don't know. Well, it, it doesn't really take anybody on here, but okay, so I met someone about, long story short, the answer is yes. And I met someone who I actually like, really like and really, really um, adore. And we were talking probably like two and three hours here, two and three hours here. And I realized it was oh. a month later, we're still just talking. And I'm like, wait a minute, what about all this other stuff? So, yeah, I. I call those pleasant distractions because sometimes you meet someone and you really like them, but they're just really all about talk. And that's what they love. They they love the association of just running their damn mouth, but they're not really about that life in reference to really getting anything done. And um, you said what was the situation? Yeah, I was talking to someone about working on a project, and that uh-huh. person, I'm not going to say who she or he, was telling me all the things yeah. that they can do, but they just kind of was, they just stayed in first the first base talk mode, never any action. And every yeah. time I said, okay, well, let's do this. Oh, I got a couple more questions. Let's go over this and let's go over this. And I was like, hold up. It's been a month. No, no, we, we're not a doing that. A month later no. and you still got questions, yeah. Yeah, you still got questions. With me, okay. after 72 hours, 96 hours, I'm checking out. I'm gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I like, one of my pet peeves. Yeah, I, like I hate people wasting my time. Like I can't even like stress that. Oh my gosh, I need a drink. No, I do I too. <laughs> it's okay. No, I've been in that same situation when when somebody was like all talking. The thing is, is like how I see it is like it's kind of like a relationship when when you're getting to know somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, I really like this person, and then all of a sudden, all that time wasted, you're like, why did I let this follow through? And so, no, like, I've been in the same shoes, um, even with business as well. And how about you, Corinne? Have you ever been around anyone that was all talk and no action, and what was the situation? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, we all, all had, you know, time or two where we've been around someone where um, they sell you a dream, but at the end of the day, um, it, it really isn't anything that they've done to show you that, you know, they were serious about what they were talking about. Um, so I'm trying to think of one particular situation. I mean, I, I guess you can say that that's happened in, like, you know, a friendship, um, you know, maybe a, a romantic relationship, um, business relationship. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't think of one particular time, but, yeah, it has happened um, to me before. Yeah, dang, that's crazy. Well, I've been through that, like, all the time, too, and that's why, like, now, if I ever be- create a plan, what I've learned is, like I said, I think I, and I think I've, like, told you guys this at least three times, like, um, I don't, that's the reason why, like, I don't go into business with friends, like, personal friends, because I think Tawanda also said this, too, like, um, when fr- they always, like, hold things off, like, oh, yeah, I'll do that later, don't worry, but, yeah, I got this, I got that, like, I'm like, show me, and then I will believe you. And so, that's like, right, um, sometimes, I'm sorry? No, I said, that's right, baby. <laughs> yeah, and so. I was just agreeing so, yeah, with like, you, I'm I, sorry. You're disagreeing with me? 
No, I, okay. I was agreeing okay. with you. I was agreeing. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's no worries. I'm like, okay, well, but yeah, like, no, I've been through that. So, um, and the lastly, like our, our final question, cause I am going to be going over a few other stuff about like execution. Um, what is your method when it comes to ex- executing a plan? And I will ask you, Corinne, this question. Um, I think my method would be like prioritizing. So, I'm just trying to figure out what is needs to be done in the order that needs to be done. Um, when how the best basically the best method to um, get the issue resolved. That is, I like I like how you said prioritizing. That's a good keyword. And and how about you, Tawanda? What is your method when it comes to executing a plan? It is making a list and checking it twice. When If I want to do something, then I need to identify what it is I want to do, the steps to actually mm-hmm. getting it done, if it's something that I need to do, if I need help with doing it, and then if I'm going to do it all in one day or if I need to do it over a period of time, just kind of like my things-to-do list and keep myself on track. Um, that's That's normally what I do. Make a list, work it. Yes. Same here. I do. I do something similar to that. And how about you, callers? Do you guys have any um, any? Do you guys want to share how you execute plans or your method when it comes to executing a plan? Well, this is Nicole, um, and I really just uh, write a list out and uh, basically go off that. No, that's wonderful. No, like, um, no, like, like for me, when it comes to execution, sometimes, like, I know, like, for me, if I want to execute something, I need to, like, get rid of my distractions. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I think you, Tawanda, you remember, like, me, like, for, like, so my family, we, like, my sister just had a baby, which I'm so happy to, to, like, be part of and stuff. But, like, like, once the baby was born, I literally told my my family, not because they're like a bad distraction, but I'm like, okay, I have this plan. I need to work on myself. I need to focus on myself. And so I'm sorry. I love you, but let me stay on my focus. So like, like there's, there's like ways, like sometimes like for me, it's just distraction and prioritizing. That's, that's my, that's my way of like being able to execute a plan and actually getting it done. But um, I do have ways like, like, I do have some tips of how you can execute a plan, and um, I'm going to go through it, and you guys are more than welcome to, like, to, um, to like, hone in and, like, and um, share and give me feedback. So, um, speaking of hone, I did use that word, and that's the word I'm using, like, for my first sentence. So, um, the first, like, one tip is hone in onto your focus. Um, another tip is... Keep it simple, build over time, make a realistic goal. So um, whatever you're planning on doing, you want to make it realistic, like, from the start and cordially build on it. It's like saying, like, my long-term goal is to be, is to have, like, nice curves and be fit. And obviously you can't just make a goal of, like, okay, in one month I want to lose 20 pounds and have, have like, a six-pack and all that. So you just really want to be able to make realistic goals. And then three, identify your one thing, a.k.a. your why, which, like, we discussed before, like, why you want to do it. Like, 
why do I want to execute it? Like, why, like, why is this beneficial to me? And, and um, another one is you need to learn how to say no. Like I said, I had, like, I, I legit, like, told my family these past few days, um, no, like, I need to, I really need to focus on myself and get stuff done. And so, like, taking out all, taking all of those distractions. And then five, build your competence. And then six, treasure your talent. Like, whatever you want to execute, like, I'm pretty sure it has to do with your talent. And then seven, eliminate distractions, negative people. And I think I just went over that, like, a few points ago. And lastly, prioritize your time. And so those are, like, like easy tips of executing a plan. And um, if you, you guys ever want to, like, talk to me about it more, I'm more than happy to, like, talk about it more. Because, like, I know sometimes an hour of – of a podcast and discussing like a certain topic, I can go hours talking about it. But do any well, of the callers topic. have any feedback? I'm sorry. No, I said because this is a good topic. It is yes, and we might even have to do a part two, like since we literally Absolutely. got into like heart to heart conversation about family and stuff. And I would love to talk about it again. But um, but yeah, do do any of my callers want to share anything? Well, I, I just want to say that I really enjoyed the call tonight. It, it was amazing. Oh, well, I'm glad that you, you came and, like, you, you shared your story. And I love, I like, I just love getting feedback from the callers. Like, um, especially, like, even though, like, you guys hear, like, maybe, like, Tawanda, Corinne, and I telling our parts and giving our feedback, the most, my, like, don't get me wrong, ladies, I love y'all. But, like, I really like it when callers just like take the initiative and just give us our give us feedback and like tell us your story because at the end of the day we want to know what's going on with your lives like as much as like our lives matter we want to know we're nosy we want to know what's going on with you so that's right exactly so um anyone else have any feedback or any questions about the topic or like about us because i'm going to be like getting ready for announcements as well Going once, going twice. And Tawanda, Corinne, do you guys have any announcements before I close it? No, I just wanted to say, no, this is Tawanda. I just want to say it was a great topic, and I think the associations are everything. So I'm glad that new callers joined in and people came back, and hopefully all can work together and encourage each other, and hopefully this can be a place that if someone says, I don't have anyone that supports me or cares, you know that we're here and we care. We are a great topic. Thank you so much, Kat. Yes, we thank you, and we do love all you ladies who like to who do chime in. And anyways, I do really appreciate all of you who dialed in, and I appreciate our listeners, and is. And I know, like, we ha- we obviously added everything. And please don't forget to listen and share this with all the women you know. Please follow us on Instagram, RealGirlfriends7, and on our website at realgirlfriends.org. Tomorrow we'll d- be discussing what does mental health awareness mean to you. And I'm Kat again. Until next time, everyone, love you guys and stay safe. Thank you. Oh, my God.